Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm the most hated host here, Charles Chuck. Hated Thompson. Most hated. That's my pronouns now. Most or hated. There you go. So just call me most or hated. And that's my professional pronouns. The only pronouns I will accept from here henceforth. With me as always, Mr. Nathaniel Paul Thurston, who has not decided... Um, that most most loved, I guess. You know that that's probably what you'd have to go with. Best hairline, best hairline. Is what you got in yep. the group today? Mm-hmm. All of that. So uh, just Nate. keep showering in the compliments. Uh, it makes us both feel better. I promise. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You don't want to do that. You don't want to make Charlie feel better. It it makes me feel awesome and Charlie feel terrible. So keep on raining those in. And that's it's how awesome. It, that's how it should go, folks. This but. is uh this is dumb bleep of the week. It's once again. The day of the week where we finally get to talk about the dumb things going on. And I'll, I'll tell you. This is the most beloved show of the week. Yeah. This is this is everyone's favorite. This is the most downloaded show of the week. It's not because it has two extra days uh, with all the other ones or anything like that. It's because it's everyone's most favorite show that there is. And we've got some doozies in here today. There were some goings on that went on over the week so we'll be able to talk about some of those you're about to put the uh the playoff bracket together for dumb bleep of the year yeah we we're just talking about that last night we got to do the whole dumb bleep of the year dumb bleep of the year now last year was easier because we didn't start dumb bleep until like march or april last year for the first time this year we got a few more to go through so it's a big bracket it's going to take a while to put together and i didn't write down what any of them were or make any notes whatsoever, so I've got to go through the end of every episode and see what the vote was to see what they were. So that's going to be awesome. I think he learned a lesson for next year, folks. Take your, well, you know, I had to do the same thing last year, and you think that I would have <laughs> done it again, but no, here we go. I'm going to have to spend a couple days just listening to our podcast to figure out what all the dumb bleeps were. So, B-B-O-T-Y. And if you want to vote for the Dumb Bleep of the Year or the Dumb Bleep of the Week every single week, then go to goodmorningliberty.locals.com and you will enjoy all of the Chuck hatred. Or maybe your team, Chuck. Maybe you want to come in here and fight your battle for whatever reason you might want to, God only knows, in favor of Charlie. I've got a few, few folks in my Mm -hmm. corner. And uh, everyone can see that we randomly put things on shelves behind us. So that's worth joining up. So you can see the actual video that's showing up pretty. And look, we've even got a, there's a little blurry back there because there's some distance. Look at that production value just being added on right there. Mm. So Mm-mm-mm. you want to go join goodmorningliberty.locals.com. The very first thing we're going to talk about, this was pretty dumb. Okay, so you guys know gas has gotten a little bit expensive. You know, it's a little bit more than it was. Now, before we just rail on Joe Biden about gas prices or anything like that, there is one little caveat to the gas prices that people do need to be careful with when they are comparing between last year and this year. The biggest difference being that if supply and demand has any factor in the price of gas, then when people weren't traveling anywhere because they were so terrified of this new virus, then the demand would have gone down and the price of gas would have gone down also. And as 
we were allowed to travel somewhat freely sometimes in certain states, the price of gas is going to go up. Of course, there's a lot of other things happening, too, when it comes to all of your environmental laws, all the stuff that we're trying to do with oil, reliance on other countries for our resources, stuff like that. But anyway, this comes from Twitter at DCCC. I can't remember what that stands for, but it was something like Democratic Committee for something. Their point is to try and make sure that Democrats are elected to Congress. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing. So this was a serious tweet that they put out. And they said, thanks, Joe Biden, because the gas prices, you can see this line. Look at this steady decrease down here, decrease down here of gas prices. Over the last week, mm. <laughs> I really, I really like this. So they're coming up here. They're coming from three forty over here, and they're going down to three thirty eight. Thanks, Joe Biden. That's so good. This is how we're going to get more Democrats elected That's to Congress. Two cents. That's what we're going to get is two cents right there. I just, I'm trying to imagine like. You know, they zoom in on the charts. They zoomed right into the chart right there. Let's just look at this and look, oh, the gas prices. Look at this strong downward trend we can show to try and make Joe Biden look better. And it's a decrease of two cents over the last uh, two weeks, I guess, is when it first started. It really started decreasing right there around Thanksgiving. Although that has anything to do with gas prices rising before people were going to be traveling That's all over the country. Parker's birthday. Know. Right there. It's actually Parker. You know November what? November 22nd. People stopped buying gas in respect to the anniversary of the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Mm. That's actually what it was. That's what I stopped buying it. So let's um let's look let's at... Let's have what? a moment of silence for our thankfulness for King Joe Biden. I did bring in the I actual... the way that he is lowering our gas prices. Brought in the actual moment gas chart. Thank you. All right. Thank you, thank Joe you, Biden, Joe. for helping us. Hail Joe. Hail Joe Biden. Long live Joe Biden. It's dumb bleat number one, by the way. And this is the actual chart for the gas prices. And this goes back 18 months. And you can see there's a pretty sharp increase right here. This is kind of weird. It kind of seems like there's a new president taking over right here when this happens. So that's kind of weird. And it just keeps increasing and keeps increasing. And right up here at the top right, this little spot right here, that's what they zoomed in on to say thanks, Joe Biden. You see this thing right here where it just keeps going up and up and up and up this whole time? They zoomed in right here on this little spot to say thanks, Joe Biden. Let me zoom in for you. They zoomed in right here <laughs> on this little spot right here to you say watch thanks, the video Joe Biden. Production for this. It makes it funnier. <laughs> if you're not watching the video, you're yeah, missing out, folks. It's, um, it's very... <laughs> Very important stuff. That was good. Now yeah. let's. I want to offer a little context here. The this chart does show the cheapest gas prices, mainly because we were still in the middle of the pandemic when Trump was still president. So yeah, although the gas prices were cheaper, now why is that? Why would gas prices start to soar when a new Democrat was taking office? Uh, maybe they think that we're going to shut down supply. Shut down pipelines, yeah. shut down oil. And rigs, we're increasing demand at the same increasing time. Increasing demand. How about yeah. that? So people aren't dumb. I yeah. tell you what. Kind of kind of crazy. That I tweeted out yesterday, I think, that our inflation right now is a consequence of the government 
artificially stimulating demand and increasing the money supply, basically, while also restricting the supply of goods at the same time. Restriction? Restriction. This is very restrictive when it comes to the reasons that we're not able to get all of these goods. Not all on our government, other governments around the world as well, doing the same things to destroy their economies. So that's what we're happening. We're increasing the demand and we're increasing the money and we are decreasing the supply of goods. So what happens right there? Prices go up. There's your inflation happening right there. And the same thing was happening right there on the chart for gas. So that is dumb bleep number one. Thanks, JB. This, this committee to elect Democrats saying thank you, Joe Biden, for that two percent, that two cent, my homie, decrease. My Sorry, homie JB. Yep. All right, Chuck. Much love. We got a few things here on this. Uh, some a couple things people said I mean, about think this of all the shooting. Christmas presents families can buy this year. I know that savings and gas. I know save a lot right there. That's impressive. I mean, you're you're thinking. 10 gallons per fill up, or maybe it's 15 gallons. I don't, my car has a pretty small tank, I think. That really adds up, you know, once you drive uh, across the country at least. That's going to add up to helping you buy one more item at the grocery store. Makes so, it a little bit easier to leave California yeah, with your family. Just a little bit. <laughs> I don't know if they went down in California, though. <laughs> and you know, at Kroger, just for being a member, a rewards member there, I get three cents off at the pump no matter what. Thank you, Kroger. Thank you, Kroger. <laughs> the committee to elect Kroger to the Biden's House of Representatives. There. He's at two cents. He's almost to the three cent mark. Yeah. So dumb bleep number two. We got to take a break and talk about our sponsor, BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness, something preventing you from achieving your goals? I've gone through this before. Charlie's gone through this before. He uses BetterHelp himself. I've gone and talked to counselors before. Sometimes maybe you're being a little bit too hard on yourself. Maybe there's a different perspective that you need to look out for. Taking care of your mental health is something that is very important and it's also very possible. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You're going to connect in a safe and private online environment. So much more convenient than fighting traffic, going into the office somewhere. You just get on the app and talk to someone. You can start talking to them in under 24 hours. This is not some self-help app. This is actual professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor anytime, and you're going to get a timely and thoughtful response. And you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to go to that freaking waiting room. Better help is committed to giving you great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need to. If they match you up with someone and you don't like them, you can switch over to someone else. It's more affordable than actually going into the office because you're just doing it over an app. And this is available worldwide. You got expertise in so many different areas. Depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family, grief, self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential. This is very convenient, it's professional, it's affordable because you're doing it through an app instead of going into the office. You can go to the website and check out the testimonials. And by the way, this is not a crisis line. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. There's a reason for that because a lot of people are using this app to get help. If you wanna start living a happier life today as a listener, you get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash GML. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P. That's betterhelp.com slash GML. 
This coming from uh, a few folks here. AJ but, AJ is the first one yeah, here. AJ posted uh, this, which, uh, yeah, whatever. And then the, the responses are pretty great. All right, here we go. Um, breaking. A shooter breaking. killed at least three students at Oxford High. We talked about this in Michigan and wounded six other people, say police. A 15-year-old suspect is in custody. Gun violence has killed over 1,380 children in the U.S. this year. So the first reply from Sands is, uh, how the fuck did a 15-year-old get a gun? That's a wise question there. And, of course, working class person. And I did check. There. It's not like a troll account. They're, mm-hmm. They seem to be pretty, pretty replied, real. Replied, not just a gun. Folks, you got to print this properly. Mm-hmm. A semi-automatic gun. God, humanity! I thought mm. those—I thought they banned those back in the twenties. Now this is the the crazy 30s. thing. It was a pistol, right? A semi-automatic pistol, which means it fires one round for every trigger pulled, every pull of the trigger. Um, you can't hold the trigger down. Now, I saw pictures. He did seem to have an extended. 8,947 round clip on there mm. uh, to, attached to the end of with his semi-auto. Warranty. Yeah, with a, you know, maybe some, maybe even some lasers and stuff like that. I'm not mm. sure. Yeah. I know it's a magazine. I was just joking because it's also not 8,000 rounds or not, not a, not an 8,000 bullet clip either. Yeah. So. Exactly. <laughs> Did he have a level on it? Uh, no, no level. That ended up being the, the problem. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's how he only wounded six. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to something else really quick. Not just a semi The other thing I want to say here is uh, exactly. <laughs> it's a military style weapon. I want to say exactly. Um, how did a 15 year old get a gun? Because guess what, folks? It's illegal. I don't think it's already legal. Yeah. for 15 year olds to get guns. So what? Tell me. Because you know what's, what they're going to try to do is more gun laws or mm-hmm. you know whatever. So tell me what gun law would have stopped this from happening. I just think that they should make it illegal for kids to bring guns in the school. I saw another comment. What uh, if he would have set his school on fire? Would that have been peaceful, probably? I, I, there's nothing you can do about that, you know, unless we can outlaw fire. But uh, we're not in California, so no one's going to get behind that. Yeah. But um, I, I think... You know, I saw another comment on a post about this. It was on a Fox News post, and someone commented and said, where's this good guy with a gun I keep hearing about? I'm like, it was in a school. (laughs) Are you allowed to carry your guns as a good guy in the school? No. What are you you talking about, ma'am? The other thing I don't like that people do is obviously they're trying to make the gun violence sound as bad as possible. Listen, I don't like any of the gun violence. I don't like any of it. What, Charlie, what would you assume the problem with that gun violence has killed over 1,380 children this year stat is? Uh, most of them are either accidents or suicides. 60% of them are suicides. Yeah. There we go. And so they, they don't want to put what the number is because they're not, you know, they're trying to make it sound like everyone's just out there murdering everyone. Now, I don't like the 60, the 40% of them that were murderers either. But there's a reason that they go for the highest figure that they possibly can. And you know what? It's, it's high past time we stop including suicides inside, inside of the gun violence statistics. Okay? I'm making that motion right now that it's time to stop. 
Here, here. Here, here. I'll second that. Everyone in favor? Aye. All right, good. Good, good, good. So that's dumb bleep number two. Dumb bleep number three, uh, it gets, you know, it starts to get kind of dumb and a little frustrating. Let me load this up real quick. This is a video we're going to play coming from ASU. <clears throat> so they had a protest over the fact that Kyle Rittenhouse was attending online classes, even though he's no longer enrolled at the school. But they're they're very upset about this. They have all their facts right as well, and just probably the, the best intentions and, and all that kind of stuff. You know the thing. Real quick. That's, yeah. Did you see the two lawsuits already filed by Kyle Rittenhouse? I saw something about it. I didn't see it widespread, so I hadn't I, I hadn't checked my sources yet okay. on it. I, what but, I heard, yeah, what I heard was four hundred million dollar lawsuit. I saw that. CNN. Yeah, I and I, a, I hadn't seen it confirmed everywhere 60 yet. Sixty million dollar lawsuit against somebody else so far. Yeah, two, two of them. Not saying it's not right. I'm just that's a big number. I said he was going to do more than the uh, the other the, the the darn kid's name slips my mind every single time we talk about it. Old uh, oh, Catholic yeah. guy. Someone tell me his name real quick while we're playing this. Nicholas Sandman. The Sandman, as they call him back home. All right, let's watch this uh, little video. You know, I can't go to the full screen right now because I just redid the macros on this thing, and I forgot to put the uh, computer as the camera. And so it's just on camera one, which is me. So everyone's going to get our faces the whole time that we're playing this video. Um, we want to say Kyle Rittenhouse is not just any random killer. He's a white supremacist killer. He's a vigilante. He's a descendant of white Americans who killed black and brown people. And those white supremacists back in the day were also acquitted of all charges if we have read history. Um, oh, sorry. There was bad language in that. I forgot to warn everyone that that was the case. So I'll tell you what I found especially. Which is worse than just being white. Yeah. Yeah. You're effing white? Yeah. <sighs> Good luck with that. <laughs> um, you know, what, what, what bothers me about this is one of the talking points they made. You know, they call them white supremacists. And apparently that the only evidence not that it is evidence of him being a white supremacist is him making the okay symbol which was made up as a joke to troll people and make fun of the fact that they would say that it was a white supremacist thing but hey you know that's beside the point doesn't doesn't matter um the other thing is that he was the the his other sin was that he was a descendant of white people who who killed black and brown people mm -hmm. which when you do that you're you're painting Almost all white people with that. Actually, I'm sure they're painting all white people with it's that. It's in his Almost, blood. Yeah, it's in your blood. It's in his blood. Okay. That's part of the part of the problem. Um, I don't know if his descendants actually killed any black or brown his people. His ancestors. His, his, yeah, sorry, his ancestors. I don't know if they actually killed anyone, but I guess that doesn't matter because people with the same skin color as you killed other people. And so, therefore, we should stop racism by looking at people based on their skin color and blaming them for the things that people before them that had the same skin color did. And that's how you stop racism. That's the actual way that you do it. I don't know if you looked at that. It's a pretty good strategy. You single people out based on their skin color and based on and not really their actions, but on other people who had the same skin color that they did. You treat them badly because of what other people with the same skin color did. As an old, them. old, yeah. old wise tale told me, 
You end racism with racism. That's the way you do it. That's the way you do it. I don't say, and if you don't agree with that, then you're racist. Obviously. Clearly. And we're trying to end you. Yeah. Come on. You're, it, if you're against racism, then you have to get on board with this racism, okay? This is what you got to do. Racist. Okay. Charlie, Bernie. Bernie made it in. Okay. I don't know if you can read that from there. Not, not surprised. I'm yeah. not surprised. Yeah. I can read it from here. It's, it's not just Bernie. I wasn't going to include Bernie's tweet because it's same old, same old, but then the responses to it. Okay. Uh, so start with Bernie here. Yeah. Bernie Sanders says, I want you to stop scrolling for just a moment. Take one second and pause. You know what? That worked. It did. I stopped scrolling. Jeff Bezos made $3,715 in just one second. <laughs> one second, this man made $3,715. Was this in response to, uh, didn't Blue Origin just get a contract for the International Space Station? I, don't, I think he's just back to uh, okay. harping on Bezos for fun. Now, in case you didn't know, that's more than the median full-time worker in this country earns in an entire week mm. that he just made in one second. Please do not tell me he cannot afford to pay his fair share of taxes. He's probably paid more in taxes yeah. in, in one year than a million people will pay their entire lifetimes. All right. He's never paid any taxes, Charlie. Come Django Bun-Bun says, <laughs> if we have a minimum wage, we should have a minimum one. Uh, we should have a maximum one as well. Cap CEO compensation at 10 times what the lowest paid worker makes. Have that cap include stocks, health care, and other expenses. Okay. That's Everything. Novel idea. Cap CEO compensation. That's going to work mm -hmm. really well. They won't yeah. find ways around that. No, and it definitely provides all the incentive you need to work 100 hours yeah. a week and make sure your company's doing well. And you're, in your county, they say compensation. They're not even talking about wages, but most people talk about wages. And, of course, they mix in compensation with it, which is your stock options. This guy's actually doing everything. They count them before you ever even exercise the options, by the way. We saw Elon Musk's first, his $2 billion in stock options he got. We saw that counted like three times before he ever even started exercising any of them. You think people actually pay attention to that? Mm. We, we do. All right. Dylan Storm Day, he, him, <laughs> says, just have a wealth cap. I don't know why anyone thinks uh, think anyone thinks it's reasonable to hold more than a billion dollars. That's heavy. That that's, He's a pretty Can strong guy. holding, even mm -hmm. in hundreds. That's unfashionable, unfashionable wealth already. After that, all the future capital gains, realized or not, are taken from your wealth. Liquidate whatever's needed to make that happen. Liquidate whatever's needed to make that happen. Who's going to liquidate it, by the way? You know, to liquidate that wealth, someone has to buy all of it. You know, that's one, one thing that has to happen for you to do that. Who's going to buy all of it? The government. I guess the government will. Yeah, they'll take out your grandchildren. Django Bun Bun replies... <laughs> To Dylan's stormy day, he, him. He says, oh, we need a wealth cap too, but a maximum wage has been fought over in the courts before and has won. Mm -hmm. So okay. guys, a new alliance on maximum wage here. Dylan storm day, he, him, replies to Django Bun Bun and says, <laughs> I'd be cool with a max wage, bruh. I just know a lot of these billionaires have normal small salaries and that's not how they generate wealth. But yeah. 
executive pay in like 2011. <laughs> he's totally, he's fact-checking this. Something like 380 <laughs> times that of the average employee or something like that. Pretty gross, man. Pretty gross. Oh, what was that last part again? I just need to, because I'll have to quote, I'll have to quote this because I'm getting my stats right now. He said, but yeah, executive pay in like 2011 was something like 380 times that of the average employee or something like that. Okay. Something, sure. something like that. Guys. Making sure I got that. Yeah. Okay. In 2011, something like that, which is worse now. It's a decade later. Oh it's man, it's worse. so much worse. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Now, I don't, I don't can know. someone tell me? How much money the government spends in one second? Ooh, it's a lot. I did do the math and I figured out how much it would be if Bezos was actually making $3,700, $3,715 in one second. And that would be about $117 billion per year. Now, I don't, I don't know what time frame Bernie's looking at right now. The thing one is, second. Yeah, one second, I guess. He, yeah. He's not looking at a time frame as a problem. What he did was he took one day where Amazon stock went up a bunch, and then he looked at the seconds that existed in that day, and then he said, well, this is how much, uh, this is how much Jeff Bezos makes in one day. He doesn't actually make that much, and we know that because he's worth $200 billion, and if he makes $117 billion per year, his net worth would probably be a little bit higher than that, but it doesn't really matter. It just doesn't. It just doesn't really matter. So, yeah. Once again, they're using total compensation for CEOs, but they're using only the wage statistics for the workers. Thanks, Joe, for pointing that out. So when they compare, they're comparing two different things. So they need to either compare one thing against one thing, or they need to make sure that both things are included when they're comparing those two numbers. Because what they do is they will look at the total compensation for the CEOs and compare that to the wages for the workers. But that doesn't count all of their benefits. Doesn't count any kind of options, their health care, anything like that. Uh, Lacey told me the other day, HCA is spending or is doing about 40000 a year in benefits for, for her salary. So it, they would just count her salary when they look at it. But they're also paying for the benefits. That's happening also. But they don't compare those things because that would make the number go down a whole bunch mm -hmm. and they wouldn't be able to spew these ironclad statistics like that. Well, let Twitter. me give you some data. Okay. Let me give you some ironclad data. So um, something something like I did the rough, <laughs> but this is, this is gross. Pretty gross, It's man. pretty gross, yeah. So what I did for everyone is I took the rough uh, estimate spent last year on – on something like six trillion dollars last year, and I went down and did the math, a little, uh, a little ho ho dunk math on for you, and I got an estimate of something like that the government spends every second of every day is one hundred and ninety-two thousand nine hundred one dollars and twenty-three cents per second. Last year is what the government spent. That's awesome. $192,901.23 per second. Per second. Yeah. Yeah. And Jeff Bezos made 3000 in one second. Yeah, so, but they're in control of the government, but they're not in control of corporations. You see, they're not controlled by anyone. They do whatever they want. And you know, I've noticed a lot lately that people are really worried about what is that? Like five times the median wage <laughs> that the government spends? Yeah. Um, 
I uh, I was talking to someone earlier, and I just realized that people on all sides, even on the right, are worried about corporations and talking about how corporations run everything. And, and it bothers me because I don't think people are actually getting to the root cause of the point. And I was just watching uh, John Miltimore from Fee was on Tim Timcast yesterday, I think. So I was watching that. And one of the few points they allowed John to get in, because I, I kept forgetting that John was actually there. It was uh, them talking for most of the time. But um, one of the points they got in was how how they were talking about the corporations running everything. They're the ones that putting all the money, paying for all the stuff, all this influence everywhere. And of course, John responded with what the actual answer is. Well, if you took away the power from the government, then you would eliminate most of that problem because there wouldn't be any influence to buy. They're buying influence. And people are really worried about these corporations. And I'm worried that there is one of the very first episodes that we ever did talked about the alliance between the left and the right. The only thing they could agree on was their hatred for corporations. And that was like three years ago that we were talking about that. But that's what they could get together was that they both agreed that they hated corporations. And that's why we typically, I think, tend to lead more towards a fascist style of government. But that's a, that's a whole other conversation. They want to control the corporations. Definitely fascist. Yeah. Yeah, I was just trying to go easy on it because we're going to talk a little fascism here in a minute. And mm. I'm going to go light fascism at first and then we'll go heavy fascism here in a minute. So anyway, it, it uh, bothers me to hear that to hear this alliance forming, to talk to people and, and think this. And that's what all of these people think, too. They think that the corporations are the only problem because they have a say in what the government does. You get a vote. But what people don't realize is that you have way more of a vote in what a corporation does by just not using them. Amazon's not making them do anything at all. And if you don't want to use what Amazon has, or you don't want to give them your money, you just don't use Amazon. Problem solved. But I can't do yeah. that with my government. I can't actually do that. They take the money through force. And then do I actually have a say? If enough people agree with me, I guess I have a say in what they do. But if enough people don't agree with me, then I have no say and they still take my money. I don't see how you can be more worried about the corporations than you are about the government. There's I don't understand one, it. There's one DMV that you can go to. Yeah. In your in your town. Yeah. You don't get to it's shop awful. around DMVs. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. Okay. Well, and that I, you know, I can't quite understand that concept. Why people, even my brother, who I think has learned a few things, and he's like, "Oh, I hate the government, but I hate corporations more." And I'm like, "How?" How? Yeah. I haven't gone to Walmart in a really long time. No one's made me go there. You know, I noticed. And you know, the only reason why, not because I don't like Walmart, it's just not as convenient for me. We and have, I'm rich enough now, I don't need it. <laughs> yeah, we have terrible Walmarts around here, by the way. In fact, after this show's over, we're a little out of snacks here in the studio, so I'm going to go right over there to the Walgreens. It's in the parking lot. Which is more expensive mm -hmm. than if I were to go to Walmart and get snacks. But it's right here. Yep. And I don't care. I'm just going to go over there and get snacks. But Walmart's going to show up at your door later. They'll send you a bill later in the mail saying how much you owe them. Exactly. Right? I'll have to pay the difference. That's what they're going to do. To Walmart. I, I just got go to their store. I just got this tax bill from the state of Tennessee for an old, old, old wooden, wooden, ship. wooden business that I used to have. Yeah. It's partially wooden. We were working on houses. So an old, old business, which dissolved in 2018, by the way. I know it dissolved you because the state sent me a letter saying that they dissolved the corporation because we didn't file our yearly 
tax paperwork because we weren't flipping houses anymore. So I didn't file any paperwork because it's stupid. So I didn't want to. And they kept sending me stuff saying we had to file it. And then I've eventually got a letter from them saying that we dissolved your corporation because you didn't file your annual paperwork. Then I get a bill for 2020 uh, uh, in the thousands of dollars for a tax bill from 2020, a year in which we did not operate. And we weren't a business because I got a letter from the government saying that we weren't a business anymore and giving me this bill for several thousand dollars saying that we need to pay them. You're like, no, I don't, I don't owe you that. No, now, yeah, yeah, you do. When you call them, like, they no, 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 you owe it. When you call them, here's the even a little bit more disgusting part of it. When you call them, they say, oh, well, that's just an estimate. If we, you know, if you didn't have any, if you weren't operating, then it's just a hundred bucks. And, and that's what they said. And so I'm thinking, what if I just would have think, uh, what if I just would have thought that the government knew everything and I just wrote them a check and sent it in? Like, were they going to send me a refund back after that? No. And we're going to actually do that. They were going to take the several thousand dollars and be fine. When I called them, they're like, oh yeah, we just totally threw that number out there. It's actually a hundred bucks. That's it. Just a fee for filing a yearly paperwork. We should do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> just so, do that. Anyway. what live group? You're just going to send out invoices. There you go. What our estimate Here's is. our estimate for what you owe us. And if you challenge us, it's only five bucks a month. But if you don't challenge, that's your fault. Not a bad idea. Not ours. Okay, the next thing here, that was Dumb Leap number four, four, I think. All right, so we're going on to number five. We only have six today. Number five, you probably already saw this, but we need to talk about it. Goes to Jim Cramer on CNBC. I haven't seen it. Talking about vaccines and what we needed to do. Here we go. Lord knows what happened if you didn't partake, but back then, Anyone who refused to get vaccinated would get ratted out immediately because we knew that person could hurt other people. The commonweal was a, a commonweal. Now we're engaged in a similar struggle with COVID and Eisenhower would be aghast. We have immunocompromised people who are incubators for every variant to come, walking around lawfully unvaccinated. That's psychotic. We have companies that have tried hard psychotic. to get people vaccinated and now backing down. We have governors who want to be president by grandstanding on a foolish state's right issue, the right to get sick and get other people sick. So it's time to admit that we have to go to war against COVID. Require vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. And even then, you need to help in the war effort by staying home until we finally beat this thing. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Psychiatic. Now, listen, I listen to a little bit of Jim Cramer in the morning sometimes. And uh, CNBC has a podcast they put out a little bit after the market opens. I listen to that to get a little bit of stock news. Okay. He's got a pretty cool thing going on. He's got a CNBC investing club where he tells people what he thinks they should invest in. And he may or may not talk about them the next day on his TV show that a lot of people pay attention to. So, hey, maybe that's a good idea to, uh, to join that club. But all the other things were uh, really dumb. There were several things. Several things were really dumb in there. He made a dig at Ron DeSantis during the video where he said that uh, we had state governors that were arguing for your right to get other people sick, you know, on a, on a stupid state's rights issue, that you had a right to get other people sick. And so that's one thing. And um, I feel like people have gotten sick before, pre-2020. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you guys remember back that far. 
But I think people there was got actually sick. no death, no death before 2020. No, until before Trump started Trump. the wave of death. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Trump's war with China sparked the end of the world. He um, he says that we have a war with COVID. Now, the government likes wars. They really like wars. And that's when they get to take all of your liberties. And so there's no coincidence that they're equating it to a war. Because when you have a war, you can take liberties away from people. War on drugs. War on drugs. War on poverty. War on terror. All that. Mm-hmm. You, can take that uh, you can take people's liberties away. And so, of course, they need to make this a war on COVID. So we'll have the war on COVID, which I think we've said before on this podcast before. But the, the war on, co- on COVID is uh, going to go on for a while. And then he says that you should be forced, require forced vaccination and have the military and have the military do it, which is what they're doing in Germany right now. See, we're leading up towards fascism right now. We got a little bit there. We got a little bit more in the next one too. But, um, you know, Germany's doing that right now saying that they're, well, they're, they're talking about doing the forced vaccination. I don't think they've actually started doing it yet, but I think Merkel, Merkel had said something about it. So, yeah, requiring vaccination and having the military do it against this virus, uh, which kills people. People have died. I know people who have died. You know people who have died. It's a thing. But it happens to have a pretty high survival rate also. So that's pretty good. But no, we need to have the military going door to door vaccinating people. And then if you don't want to get vaccinated, you're going to have to go to court against the government to fight against that. It all sounds pretty dumb. It sounds about as fascist as you can get. Yeah. Pretty, yeah, pretty close. What happens if you it, um, refuse when they come to your door? He said, so, what did he say? You have to be, you have to be ready to present your case and or whatever. In court. in court. I'm just saying, what if, you know, they go to do it, you know, and so I guess they're going to arrest you probably and take you to court and or at least you lock resist? you in your house. What if you resist arresting? Mm-hmm. What, what if ha- you defend yourself? Yeah. Yeah, but at that time, you he also said that we needed to join in the war effort. It's just like World War II, mm-hmm. actually. Everything is World War II. Just join in the effort. Uncle Sam needs you and all that stuff. It's gross. Mm-hmm. It's real gross. And I bet his show is sponsored by Pfizer. <laughs> like our show. <laughs> you have anything you're feeling compelled to say right now? No, not at no? all. Okay. I, although I do want to say um, I had... Um, Someone texted me the other day about their nine-year-old getting their second dose of the vaccine. And I was just looking at the picture and I'm like, man, I hope they didn't drive to the appointment. (laughs) Especially for kids. Yeah. Kids have like almost, I don't know of a single kid that's died from COVID. What is how many kids died from COVID? I think they're in the four in the four hundreds total, but I think in the twenty to thirty range for kids that were deemed healthy at that point. All the other ones had some type of serious underlying condition. Essentially zero. Yeah. Basically zero. Yeah. And so driving over to the appointment in the car is more dangerous. Was more dangerous for the kid than actually getting the shot. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely insane. Or than that, at least than actually getting COVID itself. So <clears throat> that's um, that's pretty annoying. That's pretty annoying. Well, that's, that's all I have to say about the vaccine. <laughs> nothing sure? else. Yeah. You don't feel anything else? Nope. Nothing else okay. to say about it. All right. That's fine. That's all, all I got to right. say. Well, we got one more in here I threw in earlier because I saw people talking about it. I'm looking through Twitter 
as I'm normally perusing, and I see Gestapo, Gestapo trending on Twitter. I'm like, why, uh, the, why the hell would the Gestapo be trending on Twitter? This doesn't make any sense. What, what, did, what are we doing here? Are they talking about Germany forcing vaccinations on people? What's going on? The gaslighting is just so amazing. I know. The it's, hyperbole, the gaslighting. It's so good. Yeah. It's great. So, uh, number six. Oh, sorry. I'm going to put it up on the screen. Put that on here. Number six. Charlie, I think it's you. I can't, I can't, I think, because I talked, okay, I yeah. think, mainly about the last one. All right. From Paul Schmidt replying to um, uh, Ron DeSantis now feels the need to create a state militia under his control. I did see that. That's an actual thing. Which is kind of weird. Does does every, most states have? Militias? Well, they have Don't the. They? So he would uh, Florida. Guard. Yeah, they have the National Guard. Uh, Florida would be the twenty third state to have a separate militia. Militia. Okay. Like I mean, they're not called a militia either. You know, it's like a civilian force or whatever. It's a militia. It's what it is. And he says it's to help to help if they have hurricanes or anything like that. That he can easily activate them and not have to worry about the. National Guard and stuff like that. They probably, the, be, you know, could be used for other things. But or if the federal government was too far overreaching, <clears throat> yeah, in certain things, yeah, would <laughs> be like, come, come on down to Florida. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll we'll talk war. All right. So he responds. Paul Schmidt says Hitler felt the need to create his own Gestapo as well. Fascism is here and particularly strong in Florida because you're creating a a militia. Because of a militia mm -hmm. of civilians. Now are they going around? Now if they go around and they're used to take liberties away from people, that's just part of the war. <laughs> that's part of the war effort. Uh, yeah, depends on what war you're fighting. Mm -hmm. What war on what you're fighting? I don't know. Rex Zan says Republicans when perfectly. Well, here's the thing, guys. You have to define it. Okay. Perfect. Perfectly reasonable public safety standards. How could anyone be against perfect, perfectly reasonable public safety standards? Yeah. Except for the fact you can't say that five times fast. I'd rather be perfectly, perfectly reasonable public safety standards. Perfectly I, reasonable public safety standards. I'd rather be perfectly reasonable than imperfectly unreasonable. Yeah. That sounds terrible. I mean, these are just perfectly reasonable public safety standards, folks. Stone Stone Steve said common sense public safety standards. Yes. That's all we have. So when these standards are enforced... Quote, this is like something out of Nazi Germany. Republicans, when Ron DeSantis literally forms the equivalent of a Gestapo, quote, finally someone is getting tough on crime. <laughs> the equivalent of a Gestapo. Mm -hmm. The equivalent. So the One is perfectly reasonable public mm -hmm. safety standards. The other is a, an equivalent of Gestapo. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I see as... Um, I see Ron DeSantis's uh, militia going around, rounding people up, putting them on rail cars, this stuff is, like this that. Is this is hyperboles, man. Yeah. Hyperboles. And it and like gaslighting. It is all about whatever your side, whatever your opinion is on the matter, because you know. Also, they would say they what they would say when a Republican or someone says this is like Nazi Germany when you're talking about vaccination cards and stuff like that. Well, they'll come out with. Uh, Oh, you're just B 
belittling what happened in Nazi Germany. You're you just don't care about How what happened in the you? Holocaust. Yeah, exactly. You don't care about the plight of the Jew and what uh, what everyone went through. You terrible, terrible people. And then How could you downplay something so horrible? And then literally which we have no idea what the uh, what the, I almost called them the Gestapo, um, what the militia is going to do. You know, we don't know what they're actually doing yet, but they're just saying that they're the equivalent of it. Saying and and one of the reasons is because he has more control over them. But what's weird is what they like is when like the president has personal people that he has control over. You know, that's totally fine. They're perfectly fine with a national military going around forcing mm-hmm. people to do things against their will. Yeah, use them to go around and force vaccinate people. That's fine. No That's not deal. the Gestapo. Well, because it's perfectly reasonable public health safety standards. You know what sounds even more like, and it's, listen, it's not like the Gestapo. I read a lot of, I read a, read up a lot on them before this, just so in case we talked about anything that they did or anything. It was bad. Turns out it was bad. Real bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I didn't know where I was on it, but you after I read, read it, I was book, like, "Oh, that's bad." Read a book that I that I got through Jordan Peterson, which is uh, Ordinary Men, and it basically it's God, it's a boring, well, kind of a boring book because it just goes through a lot of stats. Mm. But good lord, it is terrifying at the same time. I mean, this the things that these police officers did. And they were, yeah, they were recruited as ordinary people or they were uh, folks that weren't necessarily part of the military, but they kind of did the same thing. I mean, they would, they would literally, it is terrible. They would literally drag like pregnant women out of their homes and shoot them in the back of their head in the street. Mm. Just unbelievable, terrible things. Um, so yeah, I mean, them downplaying this whole thing is absolutely horrible. That's the same thing. And you know, there's just different fill now. When it comes to a militia, something like that, I would rather it be like a private militia. Of course, we'd never be able to have that. They would be domestic terrorists immediately and just a bunch of KKK Nazis out there. White supremacist Proud Boys is all they would be out there. <laughs> just all that right there. It's their pronouns uh-huh. is, uh, inside of their name. So, you know, we still have a state-controlled armed force that we're talking about here. So not exactly perfect. But being more controlled by the states, that's a little bit more local right there. I think that's a little bit better. So I, I kind of, you know, I'm interested to see where this goes. And I'm not immediately opposed to it unless you see them do something terrible. But uh, if they are in fact used to guard people against the federal government, which is what I think a lot of people are guessing this is going to be used for, or to be used as a replacement for something that the federal government would be doing, then I I think you'd be moving in the right direction. Now, I need to think about it a little bit more on that. If someone brings up some good points, uh, let me know. Um, you know what sounds more like it, but I didn't hear it. I didn't see Gestapo trending on, uh, on Twitter. When this happened a few months ago, the Capitol Police expanding outside of Washington, D.C. and opening offices around the country opening one in Florida, by the way, in Tampa, Mm. and one, I think, somewhere else on the other side of the country. I can't remember. To track threats to lawmakers. Don't we already do that? They have to be there. NSA, CIA. Now, you think they could make a call to someone because it's not like they're, oh, we're going to tap into their local lines here, and that's how we're going to see that people right here are making threats to lawmakers. 
so they could just do it from Washington if they found something like that, and then they could call the authorities that would go and take care of that, but they need to be right there so you can send the Capitol Police to someone's door because they made a threat against a lawmaker. Now, threats, I think there's a line where um, a threat is, listen, there has to be a threat or they'll never stop. I'll say it that way. But there's also a line where you need to, you know, be smart. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, hey, I'm going to murder your family tomorrow morning. It's not a good threat to make right there. That's a, It's not a good one. But Let's Go Brandon, I think, is probably fine. Yeah. I was probably investigating the Let's Go Brandons out there. Yeah. Which I thought I heard breaking out in the crowd last <laughs> night. It turns out it was Let's Go Bruins, but I was really was excited. Close. I was, was about to pull close. out my phone and get uh, get a nice yeah. little video of it, but it turns out they were saying Bruins. Nate was all excited. He goes, are they saying Let's Go Brandon? I was literally, I was about to I was start. Like, Maybe? I think it might be Bruins. Yeah. That's what it was. So well, we could have probably got the Let's Go Brandon chant going pretty easily here in Nashville, Tennessee at the Bridgestone Arenas. Mm-hmm. You know, probably could have, by the way, there was no COVID check last night, no, no vaccination check or the negative test or anything. They ended that. They gave up on that November 13th of this year. No masks, no masks, no checks, no, and a whole arena no full of restrictions. people. Mm-hmm. It was full in there. I didn't even see a single damn thing about COVID up on the board telling people to do anything. Cause they were like, this is worthless. We're all in a, in yeah. a room. You know, there's you know 8,000 people in the same room right now. The yeah. Brad said, you know how much money we lost? Yeah. That we now got to make up for? You sons of bitches. <laughs> Get in here without your mask on. No no shot check, nothing, okay? We done played the facade for long enough. All right, so let's get a... Is that dumb bleep number seven? Well, no, that's still... That's just an addition to that dumb, dumb bleep. bleep because six. if you were going to say that something was a, akin to the Gestapo, they're still not, Okay. Now, you can make the argument, well, this is what leads to something like that eventually happening. But still, got to be careful with those references or we're going to take away all of the actual meaning behind them when it does actually happen. So just like calling everyone a white supremacist or calling everyone a domestic terrorist, calling everyone racist, everything, you're taking away from the times when it's an actual real thing and people want to pay attention to it and no one's going to pay attention to it anymore so that that's uh that's the issue with constantly doing that so let's get the uh, all right y'all get your votes ready let me do the numbers here real quick no one hit enter give me a holler and a swaller oh i got them in there but we had uh stuff in there so we'll run back through them dumb bleep number one was thank you joe biden thank you for the gas prices decreasing sharply two cents sharply by two cents over the last week Got to keep that Joe Biden in there, man. Got to do it. Number two, what is that? Oh, there's several things there. Semi-auto gun Mm. was part of that. So the semi-auto and using the bogus gun violence statistic to try and make more of a point. All right. Kind of annoying. Number three, um, Kyle Rittenhouse, white supremacist, uh, descendant of people who kill black and brown people, all that stuff protesting the fact that he at once was at one time was going to take some online classes there. I don't know if he still is. Um, the number four, Bernie Sanders and all of the Django bun bun and he, him nonsense that happened on this whole thread right here. $3,700 in one second here for number four and the wealth cap and the CEO pay cap, all that stuff. Number five, Kramer, 
Mad money. Mad vaccination money right there, man. Buy your ticker symbol PFE or mRNA while you still can. And number six, the Gestapo right there. So let's see what these here votes are. All right, get your votes in, folks. Get your votes in if you want to vote in Dumb Bleep of the Week or Dumb Bleep of the Year or have a chance to be at Nate Fest next year, then you need to sign up at goodmorningliberty.locals.com. We had a great time this year. Yeah. It was a real super time. You know, let's say is that we're going to see Jordan Peterson on March 2nd here in Nashville. Third, I think. Second or third. One of those. If anyone wants to also buy your own tickets to that but hang out with us before or after sold out something like is it sold out yeah it's oh. already sold out are you but sure you come I mean, hang out with us before or after yeah be fun yeah we'll hang out for a few minutes and then we'll go in and we'll do something and while you're not doing something we'll do sure something it's sold out i can double we'll check see. but if you can find tickets to the jordan peterson thing at the ryman on either march 2nd or 3rd i can't remember which one it is at the Ryman here in Nashville, you live within driving distance or you want to come into town for something, come hang out. Maybe we can go to the uh, event together. It should be should be fun. The Ryman, you said, has like pews up there in the balcony, so you could still actually get, you know, if you are going to get them, just ask what, what uh, row we got. And we could actually still probably sit next to each other and, and uh, cry together mm-hmm. while we're there. So anyhow, let's see what the votes are. Right, Are you looking to see if it's sold out? Yeah, um, so I think it's sold out because it says this preview expired. Uh, that's the only one. Everything else works. Okay. So. Maybe still possible. It's possible the link is broken, but. It's not cheap, but it'll be fun regardless. All right, it's uh, looking like dumb bleep number five, Jim Kramer with the forced vaccination enforced by the military and all the other dumb war on COVID states rights stuff that he said and he, I mean, he's got to be drunk or something, mm. right? Didn't he sound drunk? He always does. He does. I just, Maybe he sounded like extra yet. drunk to me. I'd be a little cocaine yet. Let's listen to that again. I mean, he, it's only like a minute. You weren't supposed less to give who won out, by the way, on the regular podcast. Well, Lord knows what happened if you didn't partake. But back then, anyone who refused to get vaccinated would get ratted out immediately because we knew that person could hurt other people. The common wheel was a, a common wheel. Now we're engaged in a similar struggle with what COVID. I said would be Hold on, a common wheel. We have a common wheel was that's a, a glitch. A com- was it? That's a, a glitch. He went. Oh, did he do the same thing again? I thought he just said the common wheel was the common wheel. No, I'm saying like it was a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> oh, okay, not, okay, yeah, a glitch in him, not a glitch yes. in the programming. Because he went the common wheel. Yeah, the common wheel. It was the common wheel. A, a common wheel. <laughs> now we're engaged in a similar oh, struggle. Person me. could hurt other people. The common wheel was a, a common wheel. Now we're engaged in a similar struggle with COVID and Eisenhower yeah. We have immunocompromised people who are incubators for every variant to come. Walking around strong case to get vaccinated. vaccinated? That's psychotic. <laughs> we have companies psychotic. that have tried hard to get people vaccinated and now backing down. We have governors who want to be president by grandstanding on a foolish state's right issue. The right to get sick and get other people sick. So it's time to admit that we have to go to war against COVID. Require vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. And even then, you need to help in the war effort by staying home until we finally beat this thing. All right. There you go. Congrats, Jim, for winning Dumb Bleep. 
All right. Well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed today's show. Like I said, sign up goodmorningliberty.locals.com. Go check out our Rumble. Nate's been working hard on getting some videos up there. Subscribe to the damn YouTube. We're mm. so close to hitting the goal. So where we can start growing the Are we going to do a contest a, on that? A bit more. I think we were going to. Yeah. I think we were. I think we we're going to give away some money mm-hmm. to the subscribers to our YouTube. Yep. And so let's get the details of that together and announce that next week. We're going to do a $100 giveaway and we're going to divide it by all the subscribers. (laughs) (laughs) Socialism. Yeah. Yeah. That way it's fair. Yeah. It's got to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Can't Can't just give to one person. Yeah. That would be so unfair. Mm -hmm. And we're about equity here. Yes. At Good Morning Living. But you all have the equality of opportunity by going and subscribing. If you want to go ahead and get your name on that list, because there will be a cash money giveaway actually it won't be cash it'll be something digital be some kind of you could convert it to cash if you wanted to afterwards or bitcoin whatever you want to do in case you need to buy some something off the street or we could something. send someone bitcoin it's not yeah. sending anybody a bitcoin it's some bitcoin you mean like some, a little bit of bitcoin some satoshis like a bit of coin a, some well, satoshis yeah a really small tiny bit of a coin <laughs> <laughs> okay um anyway so go subscribe to youtube Hit us up and uh, follow us on the podcast, folks. Hit that follow button, the subscribe button. We got a few people who mentioned we were their number one list, most listened to podcast on the whole Spotify wraparound thing. That's awesome. I never look at that anymore, ever. And so uh, that was pretty cool. I only use Spotify to listen to Joe Rogan, so it would just say that my was, number one yeah. and only thing I listen to is Joe Rogan. Was, yeah, Rogue. I'm not going to post about that. Rogue. Rogue. Exactly. So do all of those things, and if you do only if you do all of those things and we'll be back again on monday hope you have a good weekend and a good morning liberty